Sunday night. Sunday night. The San Francisco 49ers are four-point favorites. The total is 46. Bill Vinovich, the head official. The Niners have lost three straight with him as the official for their last five games. Does that make you feel any more confident? Yes. In the Dallas Cowboys tomorrow. It does. Or Sunday. I'm going to keep doing that. Plus four. What's it your does. play here? To me, guys, I I Be careful I with your words. I can't do it. Okay. I can't do it because I don't want to mush it, really. Okay. So the play for me, now that the number is four, would be Dallas or nothing. I'm certainly not going to take the Niners minus four. That number is horrendous. That's a terrible number if you're a Niners backer. Like, just gross. Going past the key number and then past three and a half again. Like, okay, maybe maybe where that's a dead zone. But there's just no shot that I'm going to back the Niners. No chance. Even as an emotional hedge. We talked about, you know, what the Niners have as a vulnerability on the outside. Ryan is going to give you some stats about how bad the Niners are at covering the left side of the field, which is exactly where Michael Gallup likes to eat. His prop is 36 and a half yards. Uh, we heard this multiple times that the Niners allow a ton of yards to outside receivers, and that is Michael Gallup. I think also Brian is 100% correct and actually – Help me solidify how I feel about Dalton Schultz because people are telling me, no, no, stay away from Schultz. The Niners can defend tight ends pretty well. Don't do it, don't do it. But when you know that someone's a security blanket for a quarterback and pretty much the only person on earth that makes him comfortable in an uncomfortable environment, he's going to feed him. He will feed him targets. Like How many targets did freaking Dallas Goddard get last, last week? I need to look it up really fast because it was just absolutely unreal. So Dallas Goddard, or Dalton, Dallas Goddard, Dalton Schultz, excuse me. I've been saying that all, all you guys yep. just let me say it. Yep. Seven receptions, thank you. You know what I'm saying. Dalton Schultz. Well, I was thinking, I was like, wait, Dallas Goddard wouldn't nope, have played last nope, year. No, <laughs> da- Dalton Schultz. You know what I'm saying. It's, it's I've 945 been his, on a Friday. We've I've been, been getting his name wrong all week this we've been week. Do, we, I've been doing me. Oh, have you really? No, just today. Oh, okay. Dalton Schultz. They knew what you are talking two about. Two touchdowns. 95 yards receiving, seven receptions. I think he was targeted nine, ten times. So he's going to be a monster for them. Uh, I like him. I like him to go over his number. I think that is sitting there at, where is it? Do you see it? Oh, 41 and a half. I love it. 41 and a half I love. And the thing that I really also like, and I said I was going to do it last week, is I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott under yards. Oh, it's already down again. You should go Folks. You should go under longest rush. I think it's 10 and a half or 11 and a half. I can't do that. I can't. I, do I that. like that better than the full game. I like I think he goes over. I can't do it. Zeke? I cannot mm-hmm. oh, do it. Oh, I took it. his under rushing. Yeah. They've already moved it from 36 and a half to 33 and a half today. It was 36 and a half this morning. Yeah. It's actually juice minus 120 to the over, and it's a very low amount, right? Like 1 one big run, Zeke could end up getting that number. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe Zeke in 2010. It's gross, dude. <laughs> it's a gross number. Yeah. So I'm going to take the under on that. Probably oh. staying away from Tony Pollard in general. What I do love is Dak Prescott's passing yard number at 254 and a half. I think he absolutely cooks. I'm trying to find passing attempts. It's not up yet. Pass completions is up. 20 and a half still? 21 and a half? Uh, looking right now. Actually, 21 and a half, minus 125 to the over. Same. I still like that. Me too. So I'm going to take Dak Prescott completions. I'm going to take Dak Prescott yards at 257 and a half. I'm going to probably go ahead and take my man Brandon Ayuk's over 
just because that's a straight uh, tail of Brian Broaddus. Yeah. I'm taking Dalton Schultz over 41 and a half yards, minus 115. I'm taking Michael Gallup yards over 35 and a half, minus 115. And I'm going to go ahead and take George Kittle under 46 and a half yards and George Kittle under three and a half receptions, plus 125. That sounds scary. Plus 125. He did not get it last week, and they still were able to to win that game. They still were able to make moves on that game. I do not think he's integral to this offense functioning. You got a lot there. That's my. That's what I have. I like it. I'm all about the Cowboys. That's my favorite play this week. Oh, I just. Yeah. I think this is a huge step up in class, dude. For uh, all right. So I agree. Uh, Dallas's defense. They've been very inconsistent. The first half of the season, they were really damn good, especially when Cooper Rush was the quarterback. That's the reason they were winning those games. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be a Brock Purdy game because I think Dallas is actually going to hold their own against the run. I don't think they're going to shut Christian McCaffrey and Mitchell down for like 30 yards rushing or anything like that, but I don't think they're going off for 250 plus. Number 66 and a half for McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go under. I'm not going to go over. I just think they're going to be able to contain him a little bit. I think Brock Purdy's probably going to drop back 35 plus times in this game. I think he's going to throw an interception. I'm going against Katie Mox. I bet that... The first prop I played, other than uh, Kelsey over six and a half receptions in the KC game, it's minus 115. Actually, minus 110 now. It went down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I still like it. Kyle Shanahan, Dan Quinn know each other well. Dan Quinn's actually held his own against Kyle Shanahan. And, like, yeah, I mean, Dallas, bottom defense and allowing yak. I know that's kind of scary against all those, all those weapons. Yeah, that's why I like Debo a little bit, his receiving yards. And I'm with uh, Brian on Brandon Ayuk. I played his under last week. He got over on two receptions. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, I just I, I think that this is also going to be a big step up in class for the 49ers defense. They're really good. We know how good Nick Bosa is. Fred Warner's my favorite linebacker. They'll take away the middle of the field as best they can. They'll take away those running back passes. But Dak's a really good deep ball thrower. For some reason, nobody talks about that. Fifth and EPA per play on really throws good. 20 yards down the field. That's where you could actually get the Niners defense. 26 in EPA per play allowed to the left boundary and on those deep throws, and that's where Dak likes to go. So I think he might be able to uh, tear apart the secondary, and I think Dallas has scored enough points to win this game, definitely to cover the number. They're my favorite bet, and I like CeeDee Lamb receiving yards as well. We talked about that. I know the 49ers get torched on the outside, but they get torched even more on the inside. They're giving up almost 10 yards per reception to the slot. That's where CeeDee Lamb's lining up on 60% of his routes run. 49ers also seven worse, seventh worse on EPA per play on throws 20 yards down the field. So I think that's what it comes down to, Dak. Throwing the ball down the field, pushing it down the field. Michael Gallup, hopefully, with a big day, or CeeDee Lamb. I'm fine with uh, whoever it is, as long as Dallas doesn't lose this game by more than four. I'd make the number three, though. I think this should be a field goal game. Yeah, I do, too. What do you think, Peach? I love Dallas. I love Dallas. The only thing that's worrying me about this game is the spot for the Cowboys. Their fourth straight road game. They played, obviously, Monday night. Now they get the Sunday night game, so... Short rest, while San Francisco has long rest. They played on Saturday afternoon. Now they get Sunday night game. That's the only thing that worries me, but I just I love the Cowboys in this spot. You guys know I had the Cowboys to make the Super Bowl before the start of the playoffs. Dak looked awesome against Tampa. Kellen Moore looked awesome. The defense looked great. I just think a lot of people are looking at this spread. I, I think San Francisco is the best team in football. I really do, but I think they're going to lose on Sunday. I think Dallas is going to take them out. They want rematch. They want some uh, some payback for the playoffs from last year, and I think they're going to get it. I think they walk in there and get a win. Something that probably a lot of people will be surprised by. Mike McCarthy is actually really good in the playoffs against the spread. Twelve seven yeah. and one. He's the third most profitable most profitable head coach in the last twenty years. 
Tom Coughlin and John Harbaugh, the only two guys making you more money. So McCarthy's teams tend to play well in the playoffs, especially as underdogs. They cover spreads. So I like Dallas plus four in this spot, man. I think it was big to see Dallas last game go to Tony Pollard and leave Zeke on the sideline. Pollard's been the better back for the last like three years, and they're finally recognizing that. Trista, that's why I love your underplay with Zeke. I like Tony Pollard overs this week. I uh, I think Dallas is going to get the upset, guys. I really do. No, I do too. Michael Parsons came out, said he loves being in the underdog role. I think he's going to have to obviously get some pressure on Brock Purdy, and I think uh, they can make things uncomfortable. Also, does it make you guys feel a little bit better about, for the Cowboys, that is, that uh, Mattress Mac placed a $2 million bet on the Dallas Cowboys against the San Francisco 49ers. He just got the Astros home. It does. And he got he took TCU on the chin. So maybe he's uh he's due for a it's little one bounce of those back here. Bing bonk. That's right. It's like bing bonk. How about this stat? The Niners have won 11 straight games in the last 20 years. 16 teams have played in the divisional round riding a 10-game win streak or better. Those teams are 3 and 13 against the spread. Man. Wow. Tells you something, right? Yeah, that's scary. I mean, you talk about people think, oh, you want to be playing your football, your best football this time of the year, and no doubt about it, but I think teams also get overvalued. You're also due for kind of a stinker at some point. That's the thing, man. The Niners are due for a stinker at some point with Purdy. Yeah. At some point, he's going to look like the seventh-round pick that he is, and with that front four that Dallas has, I think it's going to be this game. I, I really do. I agree. I think I think he turns the ball over at least once. Yeah. I did too. Surprised that went to 110. Like that though. I like Brock Purdy to throw a pick. I want to see Brock Purdy from Iowa State. Not the Brock Purdy we saw the last couple of weeks, but who knows? Maybe he just never comes back. Never, maybe he never turns into a pumpkin. Ne- maybe this never. Is, this is just Brock Purdy now. This is who he is now, folks. 